You're listening to Tara Lynn's A Geek Saga podcast. This episode features unedited audio from a Q&A panel with Kimberly Brooks at Beach CityCon 2017. And of course, we have with us here today Kimberly Brooks, the voice of Jasper. The voice of Jaspers, I guess, yeah, right? yeah. several Jaspers, um, and, and also a very prolific voice, voice actress in general. Um, anyway, I want to let you guys know, like, again, in case you weren't at the panel this morning, the way I run these things is I do a little introduction and kind of get the conversation started, but... Um, the questions and everything should come from you. Uh, and we have, you know, we're pretty intimate here and, um, you know, that like every, we should have time for everybody to ask a question. We've got an hour. So if you have a question, the mics are gonna be on the tables on either side here. Um, they're on, so, uh, you know, our AV people, lovely AV people will turn on the sound uh, whenever you're ready to ask. But uh, yeah, so, so please plan on asking some questions because you don't want to hear me talking for an hour. <laughs> um, so anyway, uh, so Jasper, uh, it's been a while since we've seen her on the show. Um, yes. But uh, like when, when was the last episode that we saw her? I don't, yeah, it was a while. Yeah, at least. Have you, uh, have you guys, have you, do you know anything about like coming back anytime soon? Well, I just found out. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Um, that I don't know. I'm not really great with the whole social media thing. Now there was information out there that possibly Jasper is coming back. That makes me. Oops. That makes me so happy <laughs> because that's the question that I get asked the most. Oh, I'm sure. Is Jasper coming back? Because her story's not complete. Yeah. Right. So, and, and, and I mean, also, you, there's also the other Jaspers as well. Right. Um, I mean, obviously, they were, you know, not on Earth or whatever, so they'd have to come to Earth or Stephen or other characters would have to go back out to space. But, um, so basically, she needs her own spinoff. Yeah, basically. yeah. Jasper and the Jaspers. Yes. <laughs> Just the Jaspers. Um, so yeah, uh, like I said, you guys, if you have questions, please come up to the microphones uh, and ask Don't them. Be shy. Uh, otherwise, I will move the conversation along. No, no <laughs> questions yet. Really? Gosh, killing me here. Um, oh, we got some over here. I mean, I have things. Oh no, no. I was say I have things I can ask, but. <laughs> What's your favorite line you recorded as Jasper? Oh, we were just going over some of Jasper's lines. Um, I should have written this down because I don't have that great a memory, but. Um, what was it? <laughs> Fighting is my life. Um, it's what I was made for, of course. Is that the line, pretty much? I think that one is something I identify with on, some, on a certain level. But yeah, that's a good one. I think you should say it that way. Yeah, I know, but I want to make sure I was going to say the right line. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> These mics are very sensitive. Yeah, they're very. They 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 are. Like right yeah. There. How's that? They're That's also way better, awkward. Right? <laughs> yeah. There. Um. Is there another question? Oh, yes. Um, oh, go ahead. So, we've all seen from the trial that it um, it actually wasn't Rose Quartz that shot the pink diamond. So, who do you personally think was the culprit? 
oh like, god as a voice actor not like don't give away any secrets like who do you personally think i don't know any secrets <laughs> <laughs> i wish rebecca had given me some of the the inside info and like i never even really watched the show until i was cast as jasper so once i did um get the role i started watching the show and I love it, but I'm not, I don't know all the nuances. Oh. Who do you think? What's um, your theory? I think it was Pearl. <laughs> Does anyone else think that? Is that like a I don't general? disagree, <laughs> but. <laughs> um. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Are we good? So I'm here a very prolific voice actress, and I was wondering if there's like a, a character trait of Jasper or something that you've taken away that you really identify with or something that's stuck with you from the role. Um, hmm, that's a really good question. I think she's just so sure of herself and her, what she believes to be true despite everything else. So that's kind of a through line in other characters too that I, you know, that I voice and that I see in, in, in myself too. So even if others disagree with her, she believes in what she's, you know, what she sees and what her, her goal and her mission is. Thank you. So, thank you. Are you? Um, I've heard rumors that Steven Universe might be ending altogether soon. No. I've heard rumors of it, very sad rumors. Do you think that that might be true? I don't think, I don't get that impression at all. They have their, they have their own whole little um, section at Cartoon Network, it's so cool up there. Um, they got a whole thing going on, so I don't wanna believe that. I, I feel like if, it, um, if it's going to end like soon, it's not necessarily soon as in a year from now it'll be all done. I do know that um, from like, reading and listening to past interviews that Rebecca Sugar has a very, has had this story in her mind and had an ending in mind for a long time. And I do think that they are approaching it, you know, quickly at this point. But I think that, um, you know, I, I, especially with Cartoon Network's airing schedule, I think we've got probably a couple yeah. years more, uh, you know, of, of episodes, just hopefully not as sporadically timed, maybe, maybe in the future of Cartoon Network. <laughs> but that's interesting that she has it all, like she knows where the story's going yeah. and she knows what she, like what the end is already. Ooh, I don't know. <laughs> they have to bring Jasper back, so they're, they're definitely asking right? Something left. Well, I was hoping too, maybe there would be a movie soon. I heard something about there being a movie. I did, I heard, even I heard that rumor too so it seems like that would do really well right you guys would go right oh uh, yeah <laughs> yeah thank you oh yeah the sensitive mic sorry oh, uh, hi i'm just wondering uh so uh i know you acted like as a new jasper in the new movie mm -hmm. so what is your like favorite character at acting out of them all like of everything I do or just on that show? Like, like, what's your favorite character? Like, you like the zoo Ruby, the zoo Jasper, or the Jeff, Jasper? Oh my gosh. It's kind of fun to do them all. Uh, <laughs> um, probably the, just the Jasper, like you were saying, the last one, the Jaspers. Yeah, I mean, kind of, yeah. <laughs> oh, hi. Hi. Um, 
I am a big fan of yours, and I actually wasn't aware of how big of a fan of yours I was until I saw you were coming and I looked at your IMDb. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I've heard her voice from so many different, you know, like you. Batman, the, the video games, and you know, like the, uh, my favorite, uh, Bioshock. The, the, Stacey Fitzroy. Yeah, that was that was incredible. You were amazing. Oh, thank you. That I I wasn't saying I was incredible. That game was Everybody likes that one. <laughs> you look awesome. Thank you very much. I, I adore you. Um, I can't get my voice to be as deep or gravelly as yours. But um, we all agree that Jasper's there attacking and she's been through a lot. And it's two sides of the same coin. Like we send troops over to a different country. They think we're the monsters. We think we're just protecting our own. Right. Kind of, you know, similar thing. There's not entirely bad sides to the universe. Um, how do you think Jasper would act in a healthy, happy fusion? Like, let's say I've all adored her or someone else, um, how, because she seems to be addicted to fusion at this point. Yeah, that's so, her thing. I mean, you know, it, when she does her because Rebecca Sugar did, it's San Diego Comic Con's day, Jasper and Business, they're coming back. In one of her interviews, she also confirmed that Jasper's favorite ice cream is cookie dough. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like um, chocolate chips, yeah. chocolate chip cookie dough specifically? Um, she said, she said, oh, it'd have to be something difficult. Jasper, um, <laughs> So, so I don't know, probably cookie dough, that's what she said. <laughs> Instead of the long time for Jasper would actually enjoy eating ice cream, where, you know, at all. So, what do you think she would act like in a happy, healthy fusion? Maybe, I don't know, Stephen to try to heal her corruption? Yeah, that would be good. I mean, I think she, I think there's hope for everybody. Don't, you know what I mean? Like, I think deep, like we were, I think we were talking, I was talking to someone about this, that, She's not mean because she's mean, and she, you know, she's she's in pain. She's got she's sensitive, and she has all that. So I think she would be great if that could happen for her. 
Let's hope it does. And I mean, so you can heal Kiki's mind going into her dream, so why couldn't you heal the mind of Jim? I think he can. And I think he will. And I, think he will. <laughs> and I hope he does. <laughs> well, yeah, Jasper has very much, um, she is a product of the way she was raised, literally. Yeah. Uh, you know, so, and, 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 you know, like she was meant to fight, is, is you know, that's her, that's her mission and everything. So I that's think it. that um, the longer she is separated from homeworld and from those influences, the easier it will be to have, for other characters to hopefully have a good influence yeah. on her. Yeah. Go ahead. One of my favorite episodes. Hi. Oh my gosh. <laughs> She's so cute. <laughs> How cute was that? Um, oh my gosh. Well, I'm going to do the what's your favorite episode? Which one was it? Back to the Barn. Oh, Back to the Barn. Oh, I love Back to the Barn. Pretty much anything that happens. That's a really good one. Um, I'm going to agree with you. Back to the barn. <laughs> Hi. Hi. You look awesome. Thank you. Um, what's, your, what's it like working with uh, Rebecca Sugar? It's really fun. She's very, um, she's very smart. She knows exactly what she wants. She's extremely kind as a director, and she just, you know, tells you what she wants, and... She always has a smile on her face. She's always grinning. Did you guys see? I don't know if you've seen her before. She's just, she's adorable. Um, and the sessions are always really, really fun. And, and you know when they laugh that you got what they wanted and then we move on to the next thing. So she's awesome. And then I met her brother. Um, well, it was the last time I was at Cartoon Network and it, was, it freaked me out, like, really badly because he is Steven. I mean... <laughs> Literally, and then she—they look exactly alike too, and they both have the same like smile on their face, and they were standing next to each other. It was just really cool. It was really cool. Does he act like? Does he act like Steven? Kind of. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I know, I, I know, you know, it's it's common knowledge that that Steven is, you know, based on or was very much inspired by her brother, and I've always been curious about. But see, I didn't know that. Oh, uh, really? Like I said, being I wasn't a fan of the show yet yeah, until yeah. I, you know, found out about it, and um, so I didn't know. But when I saw him, I was just like, I had this look on my face, like, <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> so yeah, that's cool. So, uh, who's your favorite voice actor to work with? Oh, another voice actor. Yeah. Oh, there's so many good ones. Except for on the show, I guess. Oh, on the show. <laughs> I was like, I won't, because a lot of times I record by myself, so I don't have, like, I'm not with the cast all the time, like, they get to do, I think I've had, like, maybe three sessions with them. They're, everybody's super cool, and it's great to just be in the room, and, you know, while they're doing this, but, um, yeah, they're, they're all great. <laughs> wonderful. Well, it's hard when um, I know AJ talked about this a little bit earlier too. When you are recording by yourself so much of the time, so then oh, yeah. you get you know a couple recording sessions with a few of the actors, but you don't know the other ones. Yeah, really yeah, at all, yeah, so. exactly. Especially because those sessions were in the beginning when I didn't wasn't really familiar with the show, but um, yeah, they're all really funny, and the sessions are really fun. Like they just there's a lot of laughing, and you know they're really easy going. <laughs> Hi again. Hi. <laughs> this is something a lot of other people I've seen on the internet actually caught, caught up on with, because when we were first introduced to the Yellow Diamond, we saw that her pearl, yellow pearl, referred to who her 
referred to her as my diamond. However, when we were introduced to Jasper, she referred to Yellow Diamond as just Yellow Diamond. So from what you know about your character Jasper, do you think that she actually considered Yellow Diamond her diamond, or does she still consider Pink Diamond her diamond? I do not know the answer to that. I wish I did. But I'm interested to know when you ask this question what you think. Because you, you ask the question so you must like have a theory of your own. I, I still think that because again she referred to Pink Diamond as my diamond first because like she was yelling at Steve like my diamond, your diamond, right. Pink Diamond. So it seems <laughs> weird that um that she would refer to yellow diamond as just yellow diamond instead of my diamond if she's Yeah, why but why? Because in her heart, Pink Diamond is still her diamond because she misses her that much. Oh, see? <laughs> I, that's awesome. Yeah, no, it's I wouldn't it's be able to much. give you that answer, and I love that answer. <laughs> Thank you for that. And I wonder about the, the, um, the ties that bind them that strongly. Yeah. That it's been so long since, you know, Pink Diamond was shattered, and yet there's still that tie between, right. between Jasper and her diamond. Right. I love that. <laughs> Hello, mystery girl. <laughs> so do you think that if slash when Jasper is to be uncorrupted, do you think that she would try to go back to Homeworld or stay on Earth and maybe even go back to her original pink diamond insignia? I would hope the latter, in a way. Because I think maybe that's what she really desires, but she just has to fight. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I wish I knew. Um, my question is about um, with Jasper. It was um, confirmed that Jim Sink could in water, but when he's going away from Stellani, she walks into the water, waits in it, and then just sinks. So it was like supposed to be for dramatic effect. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I was just wondering, was that what Swai was supposed to be like that? <laughs> That seems like a Rebecca Sugar question. Yeah, I was gonna say she's pretty over the top, so yeah, that seems fitting. But um, yeah, I wish I knew like all the new like what is behind like the nuances of the show, like what motivates these things. Are they just accidents? Are they just kind of happening, or is there a real meaning behind them? Well, and I mean, you know, some of them have definitely been. Some of those motivations have been revealed over time, but I mean, you know, in the panel earlier we were talking, and and it's they keep a lot under wraps, yeah. and you know, especially you because you because Jasper hasn't been on you know the show in a while, right. um, you know, if, if and if you haven't recorded anything recently, then you know, even AJ said, you know, she's in episodes that are coming up, but she doesn't find out what she's doing in these episodes until sometimes a few days beforehand. Oh, yeah. So it's like, Everything's there's one person who knows the answer to all these questions, and it's Rebecca Sugar, and she is possibly the biggest, like, best secret keeper in the world, I in know. my mind, at she this point. Smiles, <laughs> <laughs> it's, thank you. Oh, we got one over here. Yay. Hello again. Hello. Um, and a little bit Jasper reunites with Lapis, and they have a pretty heated exchange. I wanted to know what you thought about the word choice and stuff that they had for Jasper in the writing that you had to talk about and your thoughts on the Lapis and Jasper relationship. 
Well, I think that um, Rebecca's so specific with her writing, because and, and sometimes very often, not very often, but there might be a little bit of copy change or something like while we're working, but pretty much um, she has it, she knows what she wants to say and everything's really, really specific. So I'm like, that's great. Whatever she, whatever she writes, <laughs> I, I think is awesome. So, um, and lap, as far as Lapis and, maybe you can help me elaborate on that. <laughs> Um, the Jasper Lapis. Well, I mean, um, I guess the between Lapis and Jasper, um, they Jasper essentially like or the two of them kind of force each other into the fusion, you know, for for different reasons. For their own. And, yeah, um, and it is uh, considered um, symbolic of an abusive relationship, right. uh, and and Lapis, you know, is like very clearly suffering from PTSD. Um, because of it and everything, but you know, also, um, I mean, Jasper was stuck in that too, and I, and it wasn't necessarily, you know, she wasn't dragged into the ocean on by her choice. Um, so a lot of the, and and correct me if I'm wrong, you guys, because I'm not really involved in the online fandom, but my the gist that I get from what I've seen in discussions is that you know, uh, they they both are dealing with a lot of issues um, from their past and they're that, you know, they're just like kind of, uh, what's the word? It's like two, you know, two bulls like clashing heads. Right. It's just a really bad mix, you know, for the two of them together at that point in their lives. Uh, that's really, I'm so glad you said all that because, <laughs> it's, because it's true. I mean, as far as the abuse of, the PTSD and the abusive relationship thing, and like I said, I don't, I wish I was better at social media and the fandom and everything, but I know that that's definitely what people speak to me about and um, identify with. Yeah. Um, and so it's so much deeper. That's what I was saying when I first started watching it. I just didn't really understand how deep it was and um, how many people it affects. And that's why I think it's really important to continue to tell her story because from her perspective, She's not, she's not the bad guy. She's not, you know, it's, she's in this situation the same way Lapis is. So, and they, like you said, they have their own, they re both bring their own situations to, you know, to the table. So hopefully there'll be more flushing out of that. I was just curious about your reaction to saying things that some people in the fandom found triggering or just, you know, it's, it's such a complicated, it's complicated, and like I said, I think Rebecca really—it's very deliberate. It's yeah. very and obviously. It was obviously. controversial, so I was wondering about your emotional reaction to the words and trying to say them the way Jasper would say them. I knew during like the session because basically that's it. I go in and then I record, and then if if I'm lucky, I'll I'll catch the episode or something like that. But at the time of recording it, I knew that it was a big topic. I knew that it was heavy, and she just did a really she. She really wanted that out there, so, yeah. I know, that's why I wanted to know what you thought about it. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm trying to get at. <laughs> oh, I just, I think it's important. I think it's hugely important. Just discussion, you know? I think it's hard, um, you know, like, I understand that, I personally understand why that episode was triggering. I cried throughout most of it, honestly, um, you know, and, and, uh, but also, if if I had never experienced that type of relationship um, and hadn't also been struggling with PTSD from it, I it, 
it wouldn't have hit me as hard. I think if you've never, you know, and, and I think it's really important that Rebecca put that out there. Um, and I think she did a very good job of it, you know, of writing that scene and, and you know, you portraying Jasper and forgive me, I can't think of the Lapis, Lapis is a voice actress off the top of my head. But, um, you know, I, I think the, the whole way it was written and the way it was, you know, voice acted out and everything was was exactly what it needed to be. Um, I mean, I really am not sure that anybody could have done anything different because the only I think the only thing that could have been done is the you know a change in the writing and that would have taken away from right. you know the the story as a whole. Yeah, I mean, just as a voice actor, you're just I'm like the last person who comes in on this project. You know, you have the creators and her whole vision and everything, and I'm lucky enough to come in and get a script the day of or the day before, and I'm just you know lucky enough to get to have that that role and that responsibility. But um, it's it's all about her vision, so. I, I, I wasn't, sorry, I wasn't trying to like ask, what would you change or what would you do better? I just wanted to know, you know, like, how does it feel to deal with these things so closely, you know, for having to voice act and like think from the perspective of that, you know? Yeah, it's, it's kind of heavy. It feels good though, I mean, because we're talking about it. Dialogue. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, like, thank you for being here. Thank, thank you. Awesome. you. You're here. Thank you. <laughs> um, so, I was just curious if you have ever or would ever dress up as Jasper. <laughs> <laughs> I totally would. That'd be great. Have you ever like other characters of things you've done? I did do um, like um, I did a. Mass Effect convention, and I did dress up like Ashley Williams, and someone made me the most awesome <laughs> cosplay ever. Um, so I think like I would faint if I like saw you actually like dressed up as Jasper and like saying things in the voice. I don't think you'd process it. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just curious if you would ever be. I would that in the so future. be down so, for that. Yes, yeah, I would have to completely. keep my eye out then now that I've planted the seed in your head. <laughs> Thank you. I just I need to learn how to make. Costumes, everybody's so talented. How do you guys do that? Yeah. <laughs> I need help for sure. I'm blown away by every, like, I've seen so many amazing, just everybody looks awesome. Hi. Hi. Okay, um, I was wondering if Jasper were to get a redemption, who do you think she'd get along, like, who'd she get along with the best of the Crystal Gems, and who would she get along with the least? Hmm. Who do you think she would get along with? <laughs> and the least. Uh, <laughs> I think Amethyst the best because I feel like she can relate to how she's the only one of her kind. Oh. Maybe, you know? And I feel like she get annoyed with her. Oh yeah, I was gonna say that. I think they already her and Paradise are already. Kind of, um, yeah, that goes without saying. But I didn't know who the best was. But yeah, I think I, mean, I didn't really. Yeah, that's a good parallel. Because one is like considered the best, and one is considered the worst of the worst. Yet they're which both is the same thing, really, right? Yeah. If you want to be the worst, you want to be the worst. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's what I think. That's I love it. I agree with you. Oh. <laughs> I'm back with our second question. Cool. It's one of my friends brought this to my attention and I just remembered it. 
and like I'm not really looking for like a specific nature, just like your reaction about this. But in the episode Watermelon Island, when Malachite goes there mm-hmm. and fights all the little watermelons and the crystal gems, um, it crushes one of the watermelons, eats it, and calls it Stephen. But Jasper always calls Stephen Rose, so it was Lapis. Oh. <laughs> See, that's a nuance that I didn't... I didn't even notice that, so... <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> no, that, that one went over my head, too, that's, honestly. That's deep, and I love that. Actually, that would be one of... I love that episode. I thought that was a really good one. The little watermelon. Jeff will be annoyed with Peridot the most. Yeah. Just be Oh, we got one over here? So, uh... What of your voice acting skill set are you most proud of, and what is something that you'd really like to uh, pursue more and improve on? Ooh. I know, career. I've got to examine myself right now. Um, <laughs> let's see, what am I proud of? I think my range is pretty, like, you know, being an African American woman, and there's certain expectations. Like, I'm sort of limited, and I love blowing all that out of the water, or whatever the expression is. Um, and one of my favorite things to do that people may not know is I do a lot of promo work, like for NBC and, you know, whatever, Fox, CBS, and I really love doing that. That's a, something that I want to do more of. I do a lot, actually. I'm the voice for E! Entertainment, and I do that kind of stuff on a weekly basis. But um, wait, what was the last part of your question? And, and what's something that you'd like to specifically improve on and pursue? Hmm, that's really good. I, I don't know, I just wanna keep doing what I'm doing and I think maybe giving back more a little bit and being more, um, like this is awesome to me. Like talking to people that I didn't, when I started doing Steven Universe, I had no idea that I would affect people with, you know, just this role, and it's been so overwhelming and amazing. The fans are just like so much love, and I, I love it. So I guess giving back more and like helping people who are aspiring to do what I do and like giving advice, that, that's what I pretty much need to focus on because I'm career-wise, I'm doing pretty well. <laughs> I would say so. Thank I you. honestly didn't know you did all that promo work. Yeah. Wow. That's yeah, and I do a lot of commercials too. I knew I know a lot of the other shows you're in. Um, I do. If we have time, I have a couple Voltron questions. Oh, I'll yeah. ask unless somebody else asks them. Yeah, so I know this is a Steven Universe connection, I know. but and uh, and deservedly so. I love yeah. Steven Universe, and you guys all look amazing. And so glad you're here. Okay. Um, we came in a little late, so this was already asked. And my apologies. Um, but first of all, I want to say that you are a beautiful woman. Oh, I thank you. That I just love you. I think that you're phenomenal. You're and so you're, sweet. Oh you're my a gosh, thank you. Person too, physically and <laughs> uh, emotionally, and just you you're, are so nice. Thank you for saying that. It's a privilege to be able to talk to you. Um, and I saw a video that you that. Um, was put out on YouTube of your home studio. Oh yeah, oh and my gosh, that was so long ago. <laughs> yes, it was. But I, I gleaned a lot of that because as a musician, I uh, I want to set up my own voice studio and we're slowly doing that. My husband is uh, doing uh, 
podcast called the Silly Robots Podcast, where he and two of his uh, best buds talk about everything from the new movies that are coming out to their, you know, cool, you know, different things. So anyway, we need a we need a voice studio um, to do that. My I have a couple of questions that tie in together, but. Um, as far as your voiceover work with Steven Universe, do you go into studio or are you able to do that at home? Yeah, pretty much all animation and video games, in my experience, I, you have to go into the studio. Yeah, you're recording and if you're lucky, like on Voltron, we record with a lot of the cast at the same time. Oh, that's so cool. that's always awesome. So but, you, yeah. get, you do get some interaction with the cast. Oh yeah, it makes all the difference too. Like, you know, I was saying Steven Universe the last few times I've just gone in by myself and done my lines. It's it's great working with Rebecca and stuff, but it's like out of context and hearing the other actors do their lines, it just really helps, you know, just yeah. interacting sure. with each other. Yeah, because yeah. 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 Yeah, acting is reacting and all that stuff. So. so what type of work do you do in your home studio? A lot of promo work. All my auditions. I have. I'm a professional auditioner. That's what I do every day. I have probably anywhere from one to ten auditions a day, and what's great because back in the olden days, we used to have to drive because I live in LA. I'm LA based, and you have to drive to all these different studios and do your auditions. And now everything's obviously MP3s, so I can record. A, you know, a Toyota audition, and then an audition for a new animated series, and then a video game audition all in one, and send it out. So I do that, a lot of that for my studio. That's the next question. Um, as far as sending it out, wh what type of media do you do that with? Because my husband, like I said, we, we're Houston-based, mm -hmm. but uh, his buddies are in San Antonio. Oh. So they're using his voiceover Skype as opposed to him recording himself and sending it out. Well, Is there a I have, no, I think you're doing good with uh, Skype or you can do, there's, uh, I'm going to blank on the name right now, I'll think of it in a second. I have at my house uh, actually like a broadcast ISDN, which is like a digital analog telephone line, too technical to get into, but it's old school and it's really hard to get it installed now and no one really uses it, but, <laughs> but I, the studios use it because they don't trust the internet. So they're like, we, we trust the telephone lines, but we don't trust the internet, the evil internet. So that's, that's one thing, but um, I, I'm going to think of it, and then I'll just blurt it out later when I think of the name of it. Thank you. Good luck with everything. You're going to love having your home studio. You're going to love it. question over here. Hi. Thanks so much for your time. Thank you. What are some elements that you keep in mind when voice acting for Jasper or a different format of the question would be, what would be some tips that you would give someone else who would be trying to emulate Jasper's voice? Hmm. The voice came more out of like the way Rebecca described the character to me and the energy of her. And she's just so, it's like all just so built up and everything is, so it's just all, it's all down here. So for me, I just, because you can, that's not my regular speaking voice, obviously. Um, so it's really fun to do that, and the writing is so funny most of the time, what she gets to say. So I just relish in that, that with, you know, finding that deep within me. But basically, I'm guided by the, you know, by the words on the page, pretty much. But, um, and I think in voiceover in general, it starts with the acting, it starts with the intentions of the character, and then the voice kind of finds its way, for me anyway. 
I'm not like, oh, I have a million voices and I can do all these white. It's not, it is, it's not about the voices. It's just about the intention behind. So that's what I would say. Well, and I, I mean, clearly that's a, that's a successful way to look at it because you have done a lot of awesome voiceover work. Yeah, so. it's, thank you for saying that. Yeah, it's cool, the range of um, stuff that I get to do. I was, someone else asked me what I was proud of. I did, on, I also work on South Park, um, and I get to do a lot of, I'm a lot of instant known characters, but I have a new character that I've been doing called Classy. And she spells it with an I. And um, she's, she's part of the oldest profession, if you know what I mean. And um, it's a really fun character to do because it's like such a departure from like, even Jasper, it's a departure from that. But yeah, it's fun. You just got to approach it from the right. Thank you very much. Thank you. Hi. Hi. I was curious uh, if you had any difficulties voicing uh, your part of Malachi. Did you have to like listen to the lapis part? Or yeah, we did. It was like a very technical record because the overlapping and all that stuff, which was really creepy. Um, yeah, well, that was just very technical. That was like listening and making sure it was like in unison and, and all that kind of stuff. I can't remember. I think she recorded first and then I recorded over something like that. I'm pretty sure. Oh, so you guys weren't together for no. that? Okay. Wow. Isn't that weird? Like, yeah. see, that's what I mean. And I did that probably by myself and was listening. And so there's a lot of, it's very technical sometimes with that kind of thing. But yeah, that was a good question. Thank you. Thank you. Aside from commercials, what's your favorite role that you've ever played? One of my favorites ever was. Um, I've done a few Scooby-Doo's here and there, and yeah, the witches ghosts, and so I'm in part of a band, and we're in a girl band, so like we're Wiccan, and we're like simple, and I got to sing with Jennifer Hale, and um, we sound like the Go-Go's a little bit, and it's really fun, and we got to go, and we actually dropped our album, and we got to go in a studio and record, so I pretended to be a rock star. And we've done a few episodes like that as those characters, so that, I wish they would bring that back, or a spin-off. <laughs> Thank you. So what made you want to get into voice acting, and how did you get started? That's a really good question. Um, I'm gonna do the condensed version. I had kind of a like, you know, rocky childhood. I had a lot of, you know, home life wasn't awesome. Um, but there was this one teacher who totally, for whatever reason, believed in me. Um, and she, uh, she had this like little puppet show thing in her, uh, in her room. And one day I was just, I was in like third grade and I started doing the puppet thing and I was really shy and I didn't, you know, I didn't have a lot of confidence at all. And um, she heard me doing some voices and she was like, oh, you're really talented, you know, you should, um, you should pursue this and I have a children's theater and you should come audition and whatever. And so I did. She picked me up and took me, like my parents didn't even bring me to the audition and um, it was for Alice in Wonderland. And I got the part and I did sing and it was the first time I ever sang and I was like, you know, I didn't even know that I could sing. And um, so I got the part of the Duchess. 
um, which is, I have a lot of like kind of abusive roles. Cause she's like beats her, beats her baby, but that's a pig. And I don't know, it's a whole thing, but um, it's weird. I just thought about that correlation. I gotta, I gotta do some more deep thinking. Um, so she believed in me, her name was Mrs. Kelly. And I started doing children's theater and that was like my outlet, like my confidence building thing. And then I was in theater my whole life always children's theater and then in high school I went to a great school that had money so we could put on great shows um, we did Sweeney Todd I played Mrs. Lovett <laughs> um, and so it was just it was just I had a lot of support you know outside of my family and everything so I really am grateful to her, to her for that and then that made me just want to pursue acting and that's all I ever loved so I can't really think of anything else I would do <laughs> Thank you for that question. I just want to say that you're a beautiful woman. And you're just so lucky to work on I'm so blessed. a great show that inspires so many people. I know. So many fans. Just everybody's going to be so. It freaks me out like I literally have to pinch myself because nothing's an accident. Like I'm not just on random shows. Like so many shows that I'm lucky enough to, to work on and be a part of touch so many people. Like another show I work on is Dr. Stuffins. I don't know if you guys have kids, but like I'm the mom on that show, so I just get to be like nurturing mom and I also I also do Surfer Girl on that show. But um that show touches so many people, like little black girls who never believed they could do anything or like that's not a role model or images that they see. That to be a part of that is so huge for me. In fact, someone told me the other day that her son is all into Doc McStuffins and he went to the doctor and his doctor happened to be a guy and he was like, didn't know how to read the little boy, didn't know how to react, that it was like a male doctor. <laughs> and I was like, that is so cool. Like, you know, I just think that's so neat that that's just changed people's way of thinking and believing in themselves. So that, and then obviously Steven Universe, just like I said, I had no idea when I got involved and I'm just like, I got goosebumps too. When I, like when I come here and I just meet so many people that are, you know, that just believe in it or see something in it about themselves and identify and like we all have a reason to be here. So it's really cool. It's special and I, I, every day I'm like filled with gratitude for this. Thank you for, for just saying that. So I have one more question. Mm -hmm. Who would you shit yourself with as your character? <laughs> oh, Jasper. Oh, I thought you were going to say, because Voltron's all about shipping. Everything is shipping. <laughs> Adam, Lapis, Paradox. Not Paradox. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe, maybe the two extreme. I don't know. Okay. Pink Diamond. Oh. Um, no. <laughs> For me. Um, I yeah, I guess I will. I will this or pink diamond. Ooh. I don't know, pink diamond. I think. For me, I don't know. I don't know why I'm saying that, but what? What do you think? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just, I think that'd be cool. She's also clearly still. You there's know, a thing. But yeah, yeah. there, there's still that very strong attachment. Yeah, <laughs> that seems like the obvious one, but that's why I'm thinking even the Peridot would be just like, what? <laughs> that would just be so unexpected and weird. 
and I like weird. <laughs> Justin, I'd like I, to first say you're exceptionally well voiced, which is a pleasure. Oh, thank you. You're also really, really like eloquent in how you choose to put your sentences together. Oh, thank you. <laughs> it's nice. <laughs> um, Steven Universe uh, has affected a lot of people, and people seem to feel very strongly one way or another about it. What would you say is the most moving moment of either filming or being a part of this entire experience? What stands out to you? What's changed your perception of who you are as a result of this? Well, if that's possible. No, there's a lot of things that I've been lucky and blessed enough to be a part of. But like for specifically, um, there was a girl that was a part of Make a Wish, um, and she wanted to meet me, and I was like. That freaked me out, actually, and it was really cool. She she got to go to Cartoon Network and meet everybody, you know, and Steve and, and um, Rebecca, and um, she actually went into the booth and we recorded together. She recorded the part with Steven's roles and read with me as Jasper, so we had our, like, interchange, and she was, like, beside herself, so, and so was I. <laughs> so that was, that's a really great question because you just don't even know, like, just people, you know, they have, Everyone has their life and what's going on, and just the smallest thing can affect her recovery or her just being, you know, happy or having something to look forward to and something she identifies with. So being a part of that's just that blew my mind, and that was really cool. Um, hi. Hi. Uh, do you think maybe you hear Jasper lines? Yeah, you guys gotta feed me the lines because I'm like, I'm like, I gotta read the pages. It's different. It's not memorized. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, which one? Laugh is fuse with me. Oh, yeah. Okay. Lapis. Fuse with me. <laughs> this microphone ruined it. It wasn't doing that earlier. I wonder if they switched them around. Like Jasper. Jasper's too powerful for this microphone. I mean, it is a very small little <laughs> it is, yeah, I think puny microphone. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's something. She's got a lot of strength. They've got to be. I gotta get tough <laughs> to do that voice, but it actually doesn't hurt surprisingly because I do use I do sing so I know how to use my diaphragm. And yeah. I have to otherwise, unlike video games where I lose my voice all the time because it's a lot of screaming. <laughs> it's almost all screaming. <laughs> Sorry. Oh wait. Over here. Oh yeah. Uh, speaking of singing, if you asked for the song, how would you sing for her? Would you sing <laughs> oh. Or would you? Pulls something crazy out like, oh, like she's the soprano all of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think she's definitely bassy. Uh, <laughs> she sings the baritone part. Um, I don't know. She's I don't know what song she would sing. Does she even can is she even happy enough to sing? I mean, the only thing. She's she's kind of boring. That's true. <laughs> She would have, I'm sure Jasper would like maybe in the shower alone. <laughs> when no one's watching, she might pull some song out. Oh yeah, or the Shine Bright Like a Diamond. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the, uh, what's her name? Rihanna. Rihanna's, I think that's what she would sing. Because Rihanna's kind of tough. Yeah. They have, and there is abuse in her history too, so yeah. interesting. Ooh, we just got deep there. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? The new video game. Do you know Jasper's on it? 
Oh, oh say the line. I can't, I'm not, I'm not going to give any spoilers. Oh. So, I'm like, what game? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> hey, that's a good answer. If, if, yeah, if you, yeah. If you, if you don't, uh, if you don't know if you can answer, it's best yeah. to just say, I don't know what you're talking about. Hello again. Hello. <laughs> um, your voice is like butter. And uh, Jasper does not. <laughs> Yeah, that is weird because I'm thinking, why did I even do that for the audition? Because it wasn't really. Because I auditioned, I remember auditioning for it out of my booth, like just at home. Um, probably with I have a someone that records me for my auditions every day, so probably with him, and he probably was like, just make her really, really tough. Oh, I know, I know. Now I remember. <laughs> I went to go buy a refrigerator at Sears. This was years and years ago. This is how Jasper's voice came. And there was this woman named Betty, ironically, and she was very tough. And I'm trying to get into her voice right now, but she, I just remember she kept. Um, they were out of the one that I wanted, and I was like, "Well, can I go to a different? Can I go to a different Sears and get the, the same refrigerator? Because I really want this refrigerator." And she's like, "No, see, we're all pulling from the same warehouse." <laughs> and I was like, "That is the best voice I've ever heard." So I think I stored that in my brain, and I think it came out like because it's just. I just loved Betty so much. <laughs> <laughs> Follow-up question. Yes. Could you see Jasper selling refrigerators? Yeah. <laughs> I think if she comes, if she comes, you know, she stays and you know she mellows out. She needs to get a job. <laughs> you need this refrigerator. <laughs> yeah, I think I think she would do well in that. She'd be very persuasive. Yeah. Two quick questions. Can you do any impressions from any of the other characters? Oh. Well, if you do it first, then I'll do it after you because I don't. I can sort of do a parrot out, but it's not that good. Uh, I'll try. Do it. Clots, clots, crystal clots. You clots have no idea what you're doing, do you? <laughs> There is no way I can top that. I know I can touch that. That was awesome. <laughs> what about Steven? Yes. Uh, I can't do Steven. I can't. <laughs> I mean, and his voice doesn't even sound like that because he's just, you know, he's a mature young man. So that voice that he puts on, I'm like, how can he keep doing that? Is he wearing super tight underwear? I don't know. <laughs> How I, does he um, keep doing? Because then he, when he's not, when he's just talking normal, he's like, "Yeah, I just got back from a convention, and he's just got this voice like just a normal guy." So I don't know. I, I met Zach Callison when his voice was still changing. Oh yeah, and it I was think, very odd to be like one second he would sound just like Stephen, and the next he would sound like you know uh, like a young man, yeah. and and it was very off putting. And I honestly <laughs> like. I haven't heard him really speak, you know, one-on-one -on -one, at least since over. then. He's on so. <laughs> it's been a while. So. Yeah. Um, That's funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was. It was. It, this, it was several years ago, not three years ago, something like that. But uh, yeah, it was. It was a. Well, that's interesting. interesting because they do. That's a casting. You got to make a casting choice when you cast young boys mm -hmm. because they their voices change. I mean, and you know, my. It's funny because my son tried to do a little voiceover, and he was. Um, 
he was auditioning for this show called Bubble Guppies, and his I, I still play his audition. His voice was so cute, and like a week later, it was just like guppies. But I was like, what happened to the cute little like bubble bubble bubble? You know, I don't know. So it's hard to it's hard to cast voice because that inevitably yeah. happens. That's yeah. just what that's life's plan. But I also have one small request for my friend. We have an inside joke because she likes being called lapis because she looks like them. And um, sometimes I'll say, who looks with me in lupus? I was good gem. And I want to hear that in Jasper's voice. I was good gem? Who was with me in lupus? I was good gem. Did you say limpus? <laughs> lupus, lupus. Okay, sorry. Fuse with me, lupus. I was good, Jim. Alright, <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, we have that time for one. Or, or do you have a question too? Yeah. Okay. Well, just these two, and then we're gonna be done. So two more. These guys over here. Go ahead. to just book a role and you don't have any idea what it's going to turn out to be or what it's going to mean to people or because you I do a lot of stuff that doesn't turn out to be that either so you know um, and this was one of those situations video games 99% of the time I'm gonna say 100% of the time you record by yourself and you don't know the whole vision of the game maker and what's so this was one of those situations where I had these really powerful speeches and it was excellent direction and it was a Skype you know, it was like a Skype direction, so it wasn't even in the room with the person, but um, again, I knew it was a heavy topic. I knew there was a lot of, you know, race issues, and it was kind of a departure because I don't really book those kind of roles that much. I really don't. I mean, I wish I did. Um, I've been replaced as an African-American three times because I don't sound African-American enough. So that's another whole thing that we could get into. Next, next panel. Um, but uh, so that was fun for me because I got to just dig in, stick my teeth into it and dig into that role. And it was really fun. And I get a lot of people you know, responding to that and saying that they enjoyed it. So thank you. Last question. Hi. Hi. I'm sorry. Somebody else already asked this, and I, I just don't want to anybody to want to swallow that. Um, Jasper and Marcus's relationship is incredibly complex for mm -hmm. many reasons. Would you consider Jasper to some extent a victim to Lapis, and why are we not? We sort of talked about this, but that's a really specific question, and I and I was saying yeah because they both bring, have their own experiences and their own reasons for what for their relationship. And so there's like no all pure evil and all pure good. I think there's like a mixture of everything that's going on with both of them and using each other for whatever they each need. So yeah, it is, it is kind of reflective of real abusive relationships. And so, yeah, it's, it's heavy. It's heavy to talk about in this, you know, in this context, but it's important because it does exist. Because even just joking about, like when we were talking about Rihanna, it's like, 
I was so affected by that when I just saw that in the news and you know and that whole thing with Chris Brown and everything. I don't know if you guys are too young to remember that, but no, um, I don't think so. <laughs> uh, so I think it's something that's out there and it's common. I mean, if you look at football or look at whatever, there's just a theme and it's something that needs to be addressed. And I think that is kind of brave for Rebecca to take on that and, and to have people have something that they can identify with and just even talking about it. Like I keep saying dialogue, which is, it's all about communication. So yeah, but thank you. That was, that was a good question. Thanks. Well, yeah, and I mean, in a, in a what is essentially a children's show, no yeah, less. Yeah, exactly. Um, and and it's not uh, it's not dumbed down at right. all. You know, it's it's, it's um, simplified in a way. Yeah. it's just like this. I don't know. I yeah, guess. no, it's 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 wonderful. And and uh, you know, Jasper and and whether or not she's with Lapis or yelling at Steven or whatever, she's uh, she's pretty hardcore. Yeah. So. Exactly. Um, all right. Well, that wraps up the Q&A, you guys. Um, thank but you so much for coming. Yeah, thank you. And um, Kimberly will be in the Dominion uh, starting at 3.30 for photo ops. And, and That's the name of the room, yeah. Oh, yes. it's, a, it's the one you were in earlier. <laughs> oh, oh, for the photo ops. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, so she'll be, be in there starting at 3.30. So thank you guys for coming. Thank you.